Baldy and the Big Fella podcast. Talking everything NFL. Hi, I'm Baldy, and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the Big Fella, and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week, we'll be talking football, and as you'd expect, I know quite a lot. And I know f*** all. So subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the Big Fella. So, uh, here we are then, week six of Baldy and the Big Fella. And you know what, I'm quite emotional because you're sat next to me again. I'm here again, I'm back round, it's, it's just too good to miss. Crazy, isn't it, the back cave, here we are again. Uh, so, yes, um, it's nice to see you again. To see you nice. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think our American friends will get that one. Uh, right, so, uh, first and foremost, Baldy, are you well? I've got a bit of a cold, oh. and I think I may have caught it off uh, some of your offspring last week while I was around here. <laughs> that, but that wasn't the band, the offspring. They weren't around. It was, uh, I think you're about my kids, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm uh, all right. I'm all right. Good. Well, I'm good too. Uh, so welcome. We are Baldy and the Big Fella. Uh, you can catch us on the socials, which is uh, Baldy and TBF, and that is on X, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Right, shall we tell everybody what's on the show this week? Let's do it. This week on Baldy and the Big Fella. And I finished it off, so this was five games in less than 24 hours. Five full games in less than 24 hours. I watched my beloved college team, Notre Dame, play Clemson, and uh, it ruined the whole experience. (laughs) (laughs) The punter in the warm-ups was hitting the scoreboard every single time. Right, Okay. Which, as you know... It's got to start again, hasn't it? Doesn't the play go back, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to do it. That we did on that game. Predictions? No, no we, we did predictions last n- week, didn't we? I think we actually did do did that. We? Oh, yeah. oh, listen. That Are you is, sure? It just so happens I've got them here. Hi, I'm Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to The Big Fella. Hi, we're The Roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy and The Big Fella. Three, two, one. So, here we are. Welcome uh, again to Baldy and the Big Fella. Uh, I hope you can recognise from the introduction that I am uh, the the big fella uh, that knows very little, but my esteemed colleague to my right is the shiny head bald fella. Uh, This week then, what have you been up to the weekend? What did you watch? Come on. Well, it was a big weekend of football, wasn't it? I mean, there was plenty to plenty to pick from. It was a lot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I did I did Kansas City versus Miami, the Frankfurt game. Yeah. Um, did it in catch up? I came in two hours after the start, so I turned off all my internet interwebs, so I couldn't get get the results of the game, and uh, was, and I watched that. Was that a decision that you you, you made, or were you caught short doing something? Um, I, I was I was out with my good lady and uh, doing. Doing some nice Sunday afternoon things, and then uh, thought, "How can I manoeuvre this round to getting home to watch the game?" So you see that that that, that is why you're the model husband. You 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 manoeuvred the football around your good lady, whereas I watched it live. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the doghouse. Then. I was in the doghouse. Yeah, <laughs> well, following that, I uh, I then watched um, oh we, we, Seattle versus Baltimore. Uh, it was it was meant to be a shootout, a big game, but. Uh, not so good. I mean, not so good for Seattle anyway. No, not at all. I watched that one as well, so that's good. We're on a par. Here we go. Go yeah, on then. What yeah, this go? is going good. And then my newfound Raiders with their new head coach, <clears> throat> and throat> uh, he's a bit more down to earth. If you've ever listened <laughs> to him in the, in the in the in the dressing room, he he swears, he sings Raiders. Yeah. Um, he's very much one of the boys. <laughs> very very different. So yeah, I watched Raiders beat the Giants. Yeah. 
Then I went to bed. Yeah. Early night, one o'clock for me, which was an early one. I yeah. got up nice and fresh on Monday morning uh, and did Cincinnati Baltimore. Ugh. And I finished it off. Yeah. So this was five games in less than 24 hours, five full games in less than 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. I watched my beloved college team, Notre Dame, yeah. play Clemson and. Uh, it ruined the whole experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. You just mentioned there about the, the game you've just watched at the end there. How impressed were you that I was watching the, um, the Army <laughs> versus the Navy? On, oh, it was Army Air Force, oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Army yes. Air Force, yeah. That's how much attention I took of it. Uh, on the Saturday night, that was quite good for me, wasn't Well, it? you were sending me screenshots, and if you'd have sent it of the wrong one, I'd have been very, very <laughs> I disappointed. I, yeah. I, I did say to you, remember... Ah, there's I a lot know. of games that I watch. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't. I, 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 genuinely, um, that is some serious uh, football watching. It really is. It was fantastic. I, I enjoyed every bit of it. Even even my college team getting turned over by a team that should have beat. It was still enjoyable. It's yeah. still, you know. So, what what are your thoughts on? Let's talk about then. Hang uh, on, hang on, hang. On. We're not talking football yet. Oh, I God. need to have something oh, out. Go with you on, come go on. on. What is it now? Gingerbread latte. Oh, now, yes. look, it's the festive season. Yeah. We both attend a, a church for our coffee <laughs> that we probably don't mention because they don't sponsor us. No, but, they don't uh, sponsor us. How do I not know, after knowing you for getting on for 20 years, I know, I know. that you don't like gingerbread latte? The thing is, right, I, I, it's just too sweet. So if you look at me, obviously I'm called the big fella. Uh, it's about what's above the belt, not below. And it's because <laughs> it, it is... Um, is that I like? I like. Maybe I struggle with portion sizes. Um, and yeah, but the thing is, if I have a coffee or a tea, um, I don't have sugar in it. I don't have anything sweet like that at all. These, we went for a coffee. Me and uh, the good lady went for a coffee at uh, the 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 competitor of the one we're talking about. <laughs> in fact, and the you know, let's keep it less biased. We, we're talking about a Starbucks latte. Yeah. Uh, but me and the good lady went to Costa. No. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. Anyway. Um, they do a, 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 a gingerbread and a toffee, a sticky toffee one. So we got that, and I was just like, it's too sweet for me. It is just too sweet for me. But how can you say that you don't like sweet things? And then in our favourite American restaurant, TGI Fridays, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. mention it, yeah. you have a big Samar Sunday at the end oh, of it. Yeah, There's nothing much yeah. sweeter than that. I know, that's different, isn't it? Hey, that is different. Listen, we've, made, we've, we've managed to mention three big players there, not one of them sponsor us, so we need to get that changed. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. So, no, I don't, I, I can't get away with it. But what I do like uh, is the beautiful thing that I have supplied with us today. I can see him. They're, they're calling out to me. So, what I've done is because we're getting close to that festive season, I've made sure that I supply uh, to the podcast today a beautiful mince pie. <laughs> and what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's very, it's very pastry heavy. Yeah, good. Which yeah. is unusual, actually, for a mince pie. But the taste is amazing. And I, I need you to tell me, where's it from again? Are we allowed to um, say this one? <laughs> if I tell you where that's from, people are going to have a right old... It's uh, very expensive, I know it is. They're going to think that I am Mr Billy Big Balls. I'm not. It's for, OK, I'll tell you. They don't sponsor us, but it's a beautiful mince pie. Listen, we will get talking football soon, but I think this is, I think this is something we need to discuss first. All right? So me and you have known each other for a long, long time. 20 years. 20 years. And we used to work together, and that's why we met, uh, how we met. And we used to do this thing called the Mince Pie Challenge. And it just so happened that where we were sat in the office, there were six of us. Yeah. And we'd all go out, and mince pies in the UK tend to come in boxes of six. So each and every one of us would bring in a box, and then we'd all rate them. Yeah? That's what yeah. we would do. Yeah. So the mince pie thing has always been a bit of a thing for us anyway. Um, and then 
because I, I always wanted to, me being me, I always wanted to get the best one. So, you know, anyway, so, that, that, and that's where it comes from. And then I unleashed this, this specimen. It's called, it, the, the shop is called Fortnum and Mason. The posh shop. And, it, and listen, it's the only thing I have ever bought from that shop is a box of mince pies. So don't think I'm Billy Big Bollocks going in there and buying all sorts like the weekly shop. Because number one, I live nowhere near London Town Village and um, them things are an absolute fortune. But it's worth it to spend time with you. I heard it costs you a fiver just to walk through the door. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're that clever, they ping you out of your uh, contact list to make sure you don't get out without paying. <laughs> right then, so we're going to press this button here and then we're going to talk, while we're all here, we're going to talk about footy, okay? Let's do that. Let's do it. Baldy and the big fella, talking everything NFL. Right then, so here we go. Here we go. We're going to talk about... Uh, the weekend, and I think that the the game we need to talk about first is the game, the first game of the weekend, and I'm classing the weekend as Sunday, not the Thursday yeah, game. So we'll, we'll go with Sunday. Yeah. So let's go with that. Let's talk about the Chiefs versus uh, the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, so did you notice anything? Uh, I, don't, I don't know whether you watched the warm-ups, but did you notice anything going on with the punter? I, I didn't know. So... Very interesting thing. So Frankfurt obviously have a very, very nice overhanging scoreboard. Yeah. And the punter in the warm-ups was hitting the scoreboard every single time. Right, OK. Which, as you know, obviously you know some of the rules now. Yeah. What happens if a punt hits a scoreboard? It, it's got to start again, hasn't it? Go, yeah. Doesn't the play go back, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to do it. And there's not many stadium in the, in America where they've got a scoreboard. I think Dallas, some of the punters tried to hit the big scoreboard there. So far, it's probably too high. But here, the I think it was the Dolphins punter was hitting the scoreboard every single time. And then it happened in the game, would you mm. believe? So basically, he has to try and punt it as far down that field. Yeah. Bearing in mind, the higher you get it, usually the further it goes. <clears throat> yeah. And he has to try and judge it so it doesn't hit the scoreboard. Because we'd still be there now, waiting for him to punt it, because he'd be at the scoreboard every single time. That's crazy. But do you know what? And we're going to come on to this, but it was just... And it was a lovely atmosphere. Don't get me wrong, the great atmosphere wasn't quite Munich, but the ground it just is very intimate, very very small, wasn't it? In terms of attendance and yeah, I mean that's I've I've but I'm getting a, to have a little bit of an issue with it because you know there's one and a half million people wanted tickets. There were one and a half million in that for queue that game for that and game, that, and that's 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 one and a half million individual people. They might have wanted two, three, yeah. four tickets. I mean, you know, we yeah. we buy three at a time when we go. Of course, on. we do. Yeah, um, and it only holds forty four thousand. It just for me, it doesn't feel as though we can continue doing this for like the next twenty years in a forty four thousand stadium. Surely Germany have got stadium as big as Tottenham and Wembley. I mean, I, I can. I'm almost certain they have. Do you think then that it could be that the the model that they do at Spurs, where maybe there's a ground due to be built or maybe a club within the Bundesliga that are maybe due a new stadium that the club that the NFL may think do you know what we, we'll come in and support you to have a, an all singing all dancing stadium like Spurs because you can't they can't do that every year can they yeah I'd, I'd say I'd say that could be one of the things I mean Frankfurt the, the, it's their Frankfurt because they had a really good mm. European League team the Frankfurt Galaxy I which were that, really yeah. good Yeah, but that stadium's been there for 100 years but they've been modernising yeah. it each yeah. year yeah. so I wonder if the long term the plan there is to is to get an NFL one in Germany somewhere, maybe in Frankfurt. I don't know. Please let us know as well if uh, you went to that game. It's Baldy and TBF. It's one of those. I mean, I, I didn't even realise that so many people were in the queue to get a ticket. We had no chance. We didn't even try, did we? Well, we didn't try. But I'd like to try, but we didn't try. <sighs> wow. 
I would expect you'd at least have to be a resident to get to have any chance of getting one there. We could have got corporate apparently if we were prepared to pay about five hundred pounds, so about seven hundred dollars. Wow. Um, and that would have been, you know, in with the suits, with the prawn sandwiches and all that sort of thing. Well, I, but, but you know what? If you're gonna, if you want to experience it, I suppose that's what you're gonna have to pay in it. I think we should do one at some point. <laughs> If the Raiders or the Jags come, I mean, they oh, might have the Jags playing an away no, game in Frankfurt. Well, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I would be gutted if if there was a Jags game, not you know, that wasn't in America, and I couldn't go to it. Yeah, that I would. I, I would agree. It, I think if you listen, I love the sport, but I really love the Jags, and if I can watch other games, like I say, I quite enjoyed watching the Dolphins and the Chiefs on um, on Sunday. But do you know what? If the Jags played in Europe and I couldn't go, I'd be gutted. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we talk a little bit about the game anyway? Go on then. So it was a game of two halves, wasn't it? I mean, it was like let Kansas City absolutely... Do- let me do- just stop you there, because I'm on. sure I've wrote down somewhere the predictions that we uh, that we did on that game. Predic- no, no we, I we did predictions last no, week, didn't we? I think we actually did do... Did oh, we? Yeah, oh, listen. Are you sure? It just so happens I've got them here. So uh, you predicted... <clears throat> first and foremost, can you just remind, remind me of the score? Score was 21-17 Kansas City? 21-14, sorry, wasn't it? 21-14. Yeah, 21-14. So you went for Dolphins 34, uh, Chiefs 21. Okay. 21. (laughs) (laughs) And I went for the Dolphins 17, Chiefs 27. Good effort. I think so. I'm happy with that. But you do know that... Deep down, I probably thought the Chiefs were going to win, but I can't shout for the Chiefs. No. If I predict them, I shout for And you, you kind of wanted to go opposite to me as well. So there you go. So talk about the game. Come on, then. Well, I think, first of all, let's say it, was, it, was, it did feel like a game of two halves. Yeah. So I came in, yeah. and uh, I, I did text another friend to see if he was watching the game, and yeah. he said he'd, he'd finished it. And I was watching it, and it got to half-time, and I was thinking, is it even worth watching the rest of this game? It's Kansas City are absolutely spanking the Dolphins. Yeah. And I think... You know, this goes back to the Dolphins have got an array of really, really beautiful-looking players. If you ever watch the 49ers, um, McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins, comes from the Kyle Shanahan tree of coaching. Right. So you'll see many things that you see the 49ers do on a running play. You see lots of motion. You see lots of complication trying to confuse the the, the, the other the defence. Um, but I think what you saw in the first half is that Miami seemed to want to throw the ball a lot. Um they didn't run it much, and they didn't actually do much with it. Then the second half, they started running, and um, there you go. There were, the, you know, there there was there was a whole load of um, you know running di- rushing yards for for Mostert, um, for Wilson, and and it totally opened up the game. And I thought if Miami had played the game the whole game like that, we might be saying that I'd have won the predictions. I mean, you know, <laughs> so, so looking, I'm not bitter. Looking at um, looking at Mahomes' performance, then what do you think? Um, Mahomes isn't the Mahomes from last year or the year before. I don't know what it is. He's not. He's not as slick. He's not as accurate. He's not connecting as much. So Kansas City are definitely relying on their defense a lot more than normal. Um, I think it'll come back. I think it'll definitely come back. But Mahomes, I, Mahomes hasn't been the same since they lost Tyreek Hill, who now plays for Miami. Would you believe he's on the other side? Yeah. And I think there was some sort of graphic on the TV that showed how many passes Mahomes threw for more than twenty yards um, two years ago when Tyreek Hill was there, and now, and it was just completely different. It was like it was like lots and lots two years ago, and it was next to none at the moment. And he's just basically thrown what he what he's given by the defense. Okay. So. So that was that. Um, I mean, one other thing before we move off that, 
Miami are a team at the moment who can't beat the big boys. So they're, they're six and zero when they play teams with losing records this season. Right. They are own three when they play teams with winning records. They've been turned over by the Buffalo Bills. They've been turned over by the Philadelphia Eagles, and now they've been turned over by Kansas City Chiefs. And I actually think Miami probably should have probably won that game. I really do. I think if they'd have played their game for the whole sixty minutes, I think that I think it would have been a different result. Yeah, when I was watching it, the first half, I was definitely thinking, "Oh, this could be an absolute nightmare." This for for, for the Dolphins, and then again, second half, I was like, "Oh, hang on a second, we could be." Is there a prospect of this going into OT even, you know? It yeah, was, it, it, was... would, it would have been... I mean, it was the sort of game you didn't really mm. want to end. It was really yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, no, I, I didn't But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a shame, really. But, um, I mean, there you go. And then, obviously, we both watched Baltimore yeah. absolutely shellac the Seahawks. I didn't see yeah. that coming. I thought it was going to be really tight. Yeah. Two good teams. Um, Seahawks, another team who don't seem to be able to play very well against really good teams. Um, now... I think if they played 10 times, I think 37-3 would be, probably be the worst scenario for the Seahawks, but the Baltimore Baltimore absolutely whacked them. We saw lots of what we saw at Wembley when we watched, yep. you know, obviously when we saw Jackson. Um, he was a bit more accurate. He had Andrews going really, really well, which was his tight end, um, but it was just so one-sided. I mean, it was over before it was even started, really. I, I think... That they're in with a shout, you know, me, the Ravens. Yeah, I do. I really, I, I really do think they're in with a shout and... Um, I've got a soft spot for them, based on what I've seen. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would always back the Jags. I never back against the Jags ever. I would never do that. But uh, I do think the Ravens could uh, could go all the way. Maybe you know, last year when we had a cheeky bet on the Forty ers because I yeah. said the Forty ers were good value. I don't yeah. know what price the Ravens are, but maybe we should have a a, yeah. a cheeky one on the Ravens. Having said that, after this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the favourites. But I mean, in on the AFC though, there's Kansas City, there's Cincinnati. You know, there's Buffalo if they ever get back round to how they were, and then you know you've but you've got Baltimore. Surely they're head and shoulders on that side of the draw. So, you know. So let's go on to the next game then. I'm sure you absolutely can't wait to discuss that with me after last week we were chatting about your your Raiders. You know, I listened to a guy on another podcast and he said he was, he was a, he's a Raiders fan and he said he can't remember the last time he had a beer game. Now I don't drink, but what a beer game is. Is quite quickly what, during the game you realise it's not one you're going to be like panicking and sweating sweating over it. He, he was cracking open his beer after about halfway through the second quarter because mm-hmm. he realised it was going to be a comfortable win. And to be honest, I think the Raiders should have won more than thirty points to six. They looked a different team. The, the head coach was was a bit of a Billy Potty mouth. Um, he is very very different to Josh McDaniels, who's who's like a headmaster. Yeah. You could tell the players really really responded to the. The new style of coaching. Yeah. Um, whether he's going to be the coach beyond this season, um, whether we're going to win any more games, because at the end of the day, it was the New York Giants who are now two and two and six, are they two and five? So it wasn't against any real competition, but uh, it was a good game to watch for a Raiders fan. Anyway, let's say. I was going to ask there. Do you think it was because of a new coach? But I think you've answered it there by saying they just played a really poor team. Yeah. Oh, it was a poor team, but the team played completely differently than six yeah. nights earlier when the when the when they played against the Detroit Lions. So, cool. Um, yeah. Then we had I did Cincinnati Buffalo, which was a really good game. Joe Burrow is now back to being. I, I think he reminds me of Joe Montana. You know, obviously, you know, I'm a huge fan of yeah. Montana. Yeah. yeah. He looks very much like Montana. He's cool, calm, collected. He takes what he's given. Mm. He can run a bit, which Montana wasn't much of a runner. 
Um, but that was really, really entertaining. And then, obviously, we'll we'll stay off college because we, we're talking everything NFL, so I'm not going to throw in my college wars. But it was a good weekend. Very, very good weekend. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. OK, Baldy, it's uh, time to uh, look at listener feedback. The people who have been listening to the podcast, they've been getting in touch, which is brilliant. Thank you. Keep doing that. Baldy and TBF. Um, so first one is uh, Matthew Orton. Uh, Matthew, we'd love you to come on, and I know you want to come on, so we'll sort that out. Uh, he said he's really enjoyed uh, the latest episode, and he was actually encouraging people to go and uh, listen to it. I think he was listening to it on his way to work as well, which is absolutely brilliant. So, uh, Matthew, thanks for the feedback, and, um, yeah, we'd be delighted if you could come on and uh, and spend some time with us. Yeah, and um, uh, we've got some feedback from a chap called Sam in London, Apparently he's a Dallas fan. I'm very sorry, Sam, that you're a Dallas fan. Yeah. Actually, relating to this week's game, uh, Cowboys versus the Eagles, apparently he fell asleep while watching the game and whilst he was asleep, he missed the whole of the ending uh, and the way I would say, he missed the good, the bad and the ugly. So the bad was the Eagles getting ahead and getting, a, I think it was about a 28-16 lead. Yeah. So that was the bad. The good was actually uh, Dak Prescott bringing the Cowboys back into the game. Yeah. But the ugly, if you've watched it, big fella, at the end, I mean, it was terrible. There was two bits towards the end that were so ugly. Typical of Prescott and typical of Dallas. So first of all, he goes in. He goes to go in for a two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he goes in, he puts his foot out of bounds before he reaches the ball across the line. And it was a rookie mistake for, for someone who's been in the league for about eight years. And then the last bit, the Cowboys had it there to win. They committed a few penalties that pushed them back. They were they were first and goal from the eight. Yep. They committed a few penalties, pushed them back, and then Prescott throws it down and throws it to his man who's, 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 who's basically on the two-yard line who catches the ball and gets tackled. If he'd have been in the end zone and he'd, he'd have hit him, it would have been a win for the Cowboys. So the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm sorry, Sam, you're probably pleased you fell asleep, but uh, don't go back and re-watch the ending. That's all I'm saying. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I was going to say, you've just told him everything now. <laughs> um, I've got another one here from uh, Martin. It was basically, he's commented on... Um, the uh, the predictions that we did for last week. It uh, looks like the novice is going to be the closest this week unless Miami have a massive 34-0 um, second half to give the Baldy the correct results. I know Martin listens and he enjoys it, so thanks for that feedback, Martin. Cheers, Martin. Um, another one, Matt, who came on last week, it was great for um, having Matt on last week. He's also put, um, good effort here, big fella. And I've heard through a, through a <clears> friend <throat> of mine, a second-hand, there's a chap called Stephen Wilkes. I have no idea who his team is. But apparently he's been listening to quite a few podcasts in a row. I mean, blooming heck, two or three in a row, that might be a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't tell you what. Um, right, so this is something that we got asked this day one uh, on the podcast. Um, so someone had listened, it was actually a guy called Tom. Tom, hello, Tom. Uh, he'd listened to the very first episode and he's, he's asked for, well, he, he gave a suggestion uh, that it would be interesting to see... Um, or interesting for us to talk about positions. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, all I know about these Lincoln positions is that they, uh, they've they got strange names, so there you go. Well, I think what we should do is, over the next few weeks, is do a couple of segments and let's go through all the positions. Yeah, so we'll do that now then. And, what, and, and actually, if you do have any questions um, for the the baldy the ball fella uh, then please do get in touch social media uh, it is on x and uh, instagram and facebook baldy and tbf and you put a question to him right so uh, what, what would you, you choose are you going to go defense or are you going to go offense we're going to go offense to start off 
Orphans, right? Okay, so let's have a look. Um, so, so I've asked you to put a picture up, a diagram yeah. of the positions. Because yeah. I, and if you listen at home and you really, really want to understand this, you might want to just Google um, American football positions and get something on the screen because to listen to it is actually quite difficult. To actually see it and listen to it will probably make it a lot easier. So the picture I've got there, there's eleven offence. Yeah, players. But it's eleven on eleven, but those positions <clears throat> change depending on what the coach, what sort of play the coach calls. Okay. So let's 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 go through first of all, and then I'll I'll probably get a little bit into the tactics. So as you know, and we've talked about this on previous weeks, there are five people who are called offensive linemen. Uh, it starts with the centre. That's where the ball starts, and we've talked a little bit about how you potentially. Could have been a bit of a centre if you could put on four inches. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think your weight's all right, but your, your height is more not More than quite qualified there. with the weight. <laughs> so your centre is the guy who starts with the ball and he snaps it through his legs to the quarterback. His, once he's done that, his, his, basically his main role is to either stop the defence from getting through the line <clears> and getting to his quarterback behind him, or if it's a running play, his role is to move one of the players in front of him right. away so that his running back can go through the, the gap. So that's that's basically your centre. OK. Next to the centre, both to the left and the right, is the left guard and the right guard. Yeah. It's essentially the same position, and it's doing very much the same sort of things the centre's going to do. So the, he's working with the centre. They'll have what they call blocking techniques, so, you know, the centre and the guard might both block the same defensive man. Two yeah. on one, you if you've got a big guy on the other side, like a, you know, like a, um, a Max Crosby... Um, or, uh, or, or, you know, there's, there's loads of them out there. There's loads of really, really good defensive tackles. They're going to decide between them who they're going to block, right? So left and right guard, basically, work, same as the centre, they're used for either protecting the, the quarterback yeah. or for moving the defensive lineman around. Yeah. Then you've got tackles. You've got a left tackle and a right tackle. This is actually a slightly different position. If your quarterback is right-handed... So think about how a quarterback will go back, mm. and if he's going to throw with his right, yep. his back is facing his left side. Yeah, his left tackle is his big protector. Okay. So it's his blind side. If you remember the film The Blind Side, yeah, which yeah. was a book written by Michael Lewis, it was all about a guy who played left tackle and yeah. he protected he protected his right-handed quarterback. Yeah, left tackle gets paid all the books on the offensive line. You get a good left tackle, you know your quarterback's probably going to be fairly safe from someone coming from behind him, and he's the guy to stop the sacks. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole of the, the whole of the offensive line is the guy to stop the sacks. Yeah, yeah. The right tackle is usually a, a, a lesser skilled tackle, so he's not as good as the left tackle. Yeah, he's just as good though because he's protecting the edge again. So he's going to have people coming from around his side yeah. to try and get to the quarterback. So they both have to be really, really quick on the feet. They've got to be able to stand up there and block probably a bigger player. Yeah. Um, but they're basically, those five players, the centre, the two guards and the two tackles, work in tandem to either protect their passer or to open up alleyways for the running game. Yeah. So that's that. Then you've got, sometimes on the end of the line, you've usually got one or maybe even two tight ends. Okay. Now, I'm sure before you knew about American football, you must have heard about this position. That's certainly, yeah, tight ends, yeah. Good grief. I mean, we've got some amazing names for positions, yeah, which kind of, yeah. you know, I mean, what does a tight end mean? It basically means he's tight to the end of the line. So he's got to be on the end of that line. He's got to be connected to that line. Now, a tight end has got loads. It's one of the most interesting positions, actually. If I, if I was coming into football and I had the right dimensions, I would love to play a tight end. So he can be an extra blocker. Yeah. So if you want to put in more protection for your quarterback, 
the Raiders have been like this recently. So they've had five people, five offensive line, and they haven't been able to protect Garoppolo. Yeah. So what they've sometimes been doing is putting in an extra tight end, and instead of using the tight end for anything else, they've just been using it to purely as an extra blocker. Right. So that's one of the things a tight end will do. Another thing a tight end will do is actually he can be he can catch the ball. He's a receiver. So right, okay. what a tight end might sometimes do, he might fake a block to the defensive end, pretend he's going to block him, and then he deliberately lets him through, and he starts running up the field, and the quarterback knows straight away there's my, there's a man there that he's 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 likely to be open. So right, he okay. then he just flips the ball over the top of the man who was running towards him, and there you go. There's a there's a nice one. Now most teams only play. With one tight end at a time, you sometimes have two tight ends on where you're on the goal line and you're going to go in the score and you're going to have a running play and you yeah. want to absolutely crush the defensive, um, the, 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 the defensive line. Yeah. So then you've got a whole load of wide receivers. Now, depending again on the play, you might have one wide receiver, you might have two, you might have three, sometimes you might have four. So when you look at that diagram, you're looking at a diagram there with only two wide receivers yeah, on. Yeah. That's just the basic formation. Oh, right, okay, so okay. what you can do is you could take a tight end out and put in another wide receiver. Right, you okay. could take your running back out and put in a wide receiver. And do all sorts of things. Is that, is that just the, 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 so when a coach is covering his mouth with that bit of cardboard, you know, on a Sunday? He's got all the different players on it, I would imagine. Yeah, and that, so they'd yeah. have different, they'd have different, I don't know, different players on it. So you wouldn't possibly have two wide receivers on there. You might have one and maybe one tight end or whatever. It just depends what the play is. Yeah, but they'll have a code for that players. It won't be a code that says, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have two wide receivers and we're gonna have one running back and a one tight end. He wouldn't get the play in if it was that. So they'd they'd have names, you know. Gruden used to have this one, I always forget it, but it was something like Spider 3 Wide Banana. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> I've heard people talking about George Bush on the on the line about calling players, George Bush, George Bush. And it's, you know, President of America, but it actually means something to the guys uh, okay. on the on, on the okay. line. Okay. But yeah, the wide receivers, you can, you can sometimes have, occasionally you could have none. Uh, one, two, three, or four, really. Um, so, and, and if you ever hear the commentators saying, oh, they're, they're four wide, yeah. That would be four wide receivers. Sometimes you have two on each side, yeah. sometimes three and one. Occasionally you have all four on the same side. And there's all sorts you can do when you've got all four wide receivers on the same side. Wow. Um, then you've got, obviously, you know all about the quarterback. You are you are Mr. Trevor Lawrence's biggest fan. You've yeah. watched, you probably, you probably when you watch the Jags game, you watch 90% of the time, you're watching what Trevor does. Yeah, yeah, well, um, we've got the same hair, haven't we? So it's uh, <laughs> very much that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I won't go into the quarterback. I think most people knowing the game, will pro- that's probably the first thing that they get to know about what the quarterback Question about is. the quarterback, though. <clears throat> the quarterback is always on the, is always on the field, Um for an offensive play, unless it's fourth down, or, do you, or and the coach might want to go for the fourth down, but normally, normally the the, the quarterback would be on for everything, barring yeah. the fourth down, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, right, okay, yeah, and and I think I think what's interesting, I think we'll talk about the kicking positions as a third segment later on, but sometimes the quarterback's the holder, which makes a quite an interesting dimension right, for okay. a for a kick. Um, then we'll talk about the next probably traditional position, which is a running back. Um, most teams you usually only have one running back on at a time. Um, the running back basically, as the quarterback gets the ball from the centre, he will hand it off to his running back, who will look for one of those big holes that his offensive line has made yep. and run through. Or he might do something called an off-tackle play, which is where the running back will run round the side of the tackle. So he won't even try and go through the five holes in the line. He'll actually go around the outside. Um, and running backs are... Probably the poorest paid these days in the in the league. 
and that's because the the game has become much more of a passing game these days. Right. Um, but I actually think the running plays are really, really good for setting up for the, for the pass. So a traditional way of doing it would be to run a bit early on in the game, have you have the defence probably think, oh, here comes another running player, let's all get our men up towards the line. Yeah. And then you pl- do a play-action pass, which is where you pretend to hand it to your running back, but then you dunk it off to a wide receiver. So who when 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 who is the the, the player that runs up and down? You know when they're about to. Well, it, so you mean like a man in motion? That's what you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, before so they're about to it, do the, the. It's it's often your wide receiver. Yeah. It's sometimes your tight end. Your tight end might be on the right side of the line. He might decide he wants to go on at the left side of the line, so he might might run across. Yeah. Occasionally, it's your running back going from the running back position into a receiver, yeah. and. We'll probably come on to this in another segment in a in a few podcast time. But when that guy runs across the line in motion, you can sometimes tell what the defense is by just by that man running across the line. Right. So something you do, you're looking on the other side to see what they're doing, tells you whether they're in man defense or zone defense, and sometimes which defense they're in. So it's a really oh, interesting okay. thing. But I think that's that's probably one oh one us next level. <laughs> and, and the last thing I want to talk about, and this is a position that's died out over the years, but it's on your, it's, it, it is on your diagram there, and that's a fullback. Yeah. So a fullback isn't used very much these days. A fullback um, was used extensively by the Raiders up until last year. Um, a guy called Alec Ingold um, used to be our fullback, and then uh, we had another guy I think it was called Johnson. Um, Miami still use a fullback. And what a fullback's there for is he runs in front of the running back. So if you're going to hand it off to the running back to yeah. run, run it, yeah. the fullback will blast through. He'll literally try and blast a hole through the line. So he'll run to players with. He doesn't have the ball. He'll literally run into a line of players with the aim of just creating a, a hole in that line. It's usually a really big player. Yeah. Um, this again could be yeah, you, fella. Could, could be um, and literally he'll, he'll he'll blast a hole in the line and his running back if that hole. Gets created and then just skip through untouched. So I'm sure it was at the um, the Jags and the Bills game that I got frustrated with you and I said, "Why are they doing that?" It was literally when the the, the go the go to run through the middle. Mm. It's usually I would imagine towards to try and get the touchdown. You know, yeah, when you've got maybe I don't know, just in goal, maybe one and goal, whatever. First and goal, first and goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but if I just so that that player there, the the, the, the was it the running back? He said or half back, the full back. Full, sorry, the yeah. Full, yeah. So the full back, the full back. You just said there is the one that would have to try and just run through the players without the ball, make a gap. Would that be for the person then to try and do the one in goal, two in goal? Possibly, yeah. possibly. Sometimes the other thing with the full back is if you're going to run outside the tackle, so one of these big swing round players towards the sideline. Yeah, full back will run in front of him first, and he'll be there to hit the first blocker. So, you know, he'd right, actually okay. run round in front of you yeah. and he'll see the first man in front of him and he'll hit him and that'll hopefully mean that the running back can go through and touch. Tight end will do that as well. Um, I mean, there's so much that can happen with, with, with the offensive players, but, you know, I think in a nutshell, I think that's probably enough for, for Absolutely. This well, Tom, I hope that's um, that's helped you from the offensive uh, point of view and then we'll do the, the, the defence uh, later on down the line but uh, yeah that I mean that was purely thanks for that Baldy I mean that's something that um, you know we've answered a question that uh, has been posed to us uh, by one of our listeners so Tom thanks for that one last bit of advice before you just finish and this is for you this big fella is one of these times just take your eye off the quarterback maybe not when you're watching your Jags game and you yeah. you want them to win but when you're not watching a game that you're not the, when you're watching a game that you're not bothered about 
watch something else for I, once and you'll actually see there's so much going on in that one play. I actually do. It's called The Cheerleaders. Baldy and the Big Fella talking everything NFL. So you are listening to uh, Baldy and the Big Fella. It is week six, which is brilliant for us. Uh, it means that we, we we are making a difference and people are listening. And thank you very much for the feedback. We would love more as usual. It is uh, across the socials, uh, which is X, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Baldy and TBF. Um, and coming up in future weeks, we don't want to say too much because uh, we'll, we, we want it to come off. <laughs> but we have got... Uh, some really interesting people that are going to come on and talk to us. Uh, it's just with the things going on at the moment, like uh, the the games in Germany, uh, there's just lots happening. Uh, so rest assured, uh, the people that have said they're going to come on, we fingers crossed that they will, and it should be should be really exciting, Baldy. Yeah, really exciting. You mean you mean we've got the commission coming on? No, we haven't got. Uh, <laughs> we haven't, we haven't got the he's our friend, isn't he? He's, he is our friend, but I think um, you know what we need to do is next year uh, we'll go again. Uh, I mean, let's face it, they can't miss your head and they certainly can't miss my belly. So he, he's obviously, he obviously knows he's seen us and obviously you're mates with the MJD. Well, you wouldn't think so yeah. in the intro. We're going to get back into we'll that. Get, no, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll make sure. Listen, this is my promise to you. Next time we're in that position, I will make sure uh, that um, MJD does hit Baldy and the big fella. There you go. Uh, right, so let's talk about the big game this weekend. Well... This, for me, is... It's rare me and you have a game where we're on opposite sides of the spectrum, but this is it. So we've got the San Francisco 49ers, which, as you know, yeah. is my number two team, or yeah. my joint first team, Yeah. Uh, on the road yeah. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. And would you believe the bookies have the 49ers as a three-point favourite, and the 49ers have just lost three in a row? They still no, think they're going to walk no. into Jacksonville and beat them. That's not happening. Absolutely not happening. Um, so we're going to have this one as our prediction for this week. Yeah, we are. We are. Well, I mean, I can't make a straight prediction because as no matter what I think, yeah. I am not shouting against my team. <clears> so <throat> I'm going to predict the 49 The bookies are going to be right, and I'm going to predict the 49ers 27, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars 24. 24, right, OK. Well, I'm going... The 49ers zip. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 49ers 17. Okay. You like 17. You I love 17. 17. It's because you know it's a score that's likely. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I think it'll be a close one. And I, I'm, I'm going to go 24 for the Jags. Okay. I mean, cards on the table, if I was a neutral... And I, someone said, put your wage on this one for a month. I would put it on the Jags. Yeah. Good work. Good work. Right, there's our predictions. So, before we move on to the next bit, what have I got in my hand, dear boy? Oh, I forgot about this. It's an NFL trivia book. It oh, is my an goodness. NFL trivia book. So, what we're going to do next is I'm going to put the ball fella to the test. Baldy and the Big Fella, talking everything NFL. So, um, my, you've obviously got a question for me in your head. I have now. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a question for you, but I've got this book, all right? The Ultimate American Football Trivia Book 
and it's by well, it looks like Brainy Tiger. I wonder if that's some sort of I don't know stage name or whatever. So what I want you to do is uh, give me a number between one and ninety-nine. So sixty-seven, the year of my birth. Sixty-seven, right? Okay, this is the page numbers. All right, so sixty-seven. We have not rigged this any way, shape, or form. Sixty-seven, right? I'm so to say I'm nervous. The, the <laughs> questions are. From 301 to 310. So pick a question. 301 to 310. Uh, 307. 307. Right, okay. The Rams were the first team to have what element on their helmet? The Rams were the first... Do you, do you want me to give you the three? There's, there's, there's three options. Go on then, yeah. <clears throat> Multiple guess. Interior padding, uh-huh. a logo... Or a cage. Okay. So, the Rams were the first team to have what element on their helmets? A, interior padding. B, a logo. Or C, a cage. Right. So I'm going to say a logo. And the reason why I'm going to say it is because I think the other two, everyone will have had them. It's a safety safety issues. So I'm going to say they chose to have the Ram logo on it. Yeah, you're right. Whoa! <laughs> okay, okay. And that was a guess. That was, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. My turn then. Are you ready for yours? So am, I'm, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm obviously trying to get you questions that I believe you should know. Okay. I'll have a chance of answering. Okay. So as you know, your 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 favourite player, Mr. Mr. Trevor Lawrence, is the current quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. So before Mr. Lawrence was drafted by the Jaguars, oh. who was the usual quarterback that season? Now you, there's actually three players who, who were quarterbacks of the Jags in that season. But if you give me one of them, one of them, you absolutely you do know who that was. Well, the the quarterback before Lawrence, I always it's that guy who still plays that plays. Um, is it Minshew, Gardner Minshew? Correct. He but he was, but was he last year as well? Well, Minshew still plays, so he's a he, he's is, a backup it, with the. Is it, is it he Ravens? wasn't he wasn't the Eagles, and then he went to the Indianapolis Colts. So he's he's actually been playing this season for the Colts. Oh, that's, but I thought he played against. He was he played Colts for, played Jags the other week. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. he played. He played the, Jags, you know, the man. Yeah, 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 the yeah. man was yeah. isn't it beautiful? Beautiful the tash, fish yeah, there. The tash. Yeah. yeah. You see, now I I was sure you were going to go with my shirt and say bottles. Oh, I felt bottles, sure you were yeah, going to say Blake. Yeah, yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. The shirt that I want changed. I, want, <laughs> I love my shirt, but well, I hate my number fun, and name. Funnily enough, and I don't want to. It's very difficult here, right? I don't. I don't want to name any particular organization or place but i have when i tried to get the similar shirt to that but a different name on the back yeah every shirt of that colorway was sold out because it's the best color it's right a, it's so mustard jag shirt. so then i ordered a different shirt because i'd already paid for them right so i thought well look there's no point in it's probably going to take me forever to get a refund i'll just have a different so i chose a different shirt from this organization and i'm telling you now it hasn't come yet they haven't come yet and how long ago was that when I ordered them? I know, I remember. So, so yeah, they they might just be getting exposed. The big fella exposes. Uh, so yeah, I'm not happy about that. I've emailed them and they've said that um, it takes between twelve and fifteen working days. Must be coming from the states. <sighs> yeah, well, I'm not happy. I'll keep you posted. Uh, so yeah, hey, well done on that. Anyway, well done on that. Fair enough. I, mean, I think yours was t- easy. It was easier uh, because you had multiple questions. Obviously, you made me have to think of mine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
So there you go. But I'd rather have had your question than my question. Absolutely, absolutely. So there you go. That, that anyway, that was the trivia for this week. I love that. Do you know what? We're going to do that every week, aren't we? Yeah. We well, we'll go with the book. I'm, I'm, I don't mind being exposed as a, a as knowing less than I think I do. Exposed. <laughs> Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So there's one thing that you don't know I'm going to talk about, uh, and it's something we were talking about. Um, before we press record on the button, to be fair, we're making a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. And you were just just having general chit-chat, shooting the breeze, as they say, and you were telling us about... Now, this is bonkers. I, I can't see you getting away with this one, but this is absolute bonkers, this. Um, tell us about that little road trip that you've got whirling around in your head. Well, you know how I'm desperate to go back to the States and see another couple of live games this year, but, yeah. you know, this is absolute fantasy, right, yeah, at the yeah. moment. But <laughs> yeah. I've worked out at the beginning of December you could fly to the States on a Saturday. Yeah. You could pick up um, a Buccaneers home game, I think they play the Panthers on the Sunday. Yeah. And the Jags play the Cincinnati Bengals at home on the Monday. Ooh. And then you could fly home on the Tuesday. And some of the flights are like 350 quid. Give over. I mean, 350 quid, hire a car for three days and sleep in the car. You could do two games for five or 600 quid, maybe. I mean, it still sounds a lot of money. I mean, it's a, it's a pipe dream. But, yeah, it, I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? When you consider what people pay uh, to go and watch the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> good grief. I would uh, even put up with watching a Buccaneers-Panthers game. I mean, the Panthers are absolutely terrible at the moment. But to go and see a Jags-Cincinnati Bengals game, I mean, that's like... That's two of the best teams in the FC. Would you go over there to watch the Chiefs? If they were getting beat by another team, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to go there one day. I want to go to Kansas City, but yeah. I'd like to go there with a Raiders shirt and, and a quarterback that we can beat them with. <laughs> Fair enough. And let's... Listen, we're in a week six, OK? But the season... There's only 18 weeks. I know you're on week 10 this week already, out of 18 oh, week regular season. My I mean, you know, you know, you know what a bad mood I get into in the middle of February, the day after Super Bowl. <sighs> just, I feel it already coming. I mean, but the thing is, we've got to, we've got to enjoy it. We've got to, just, I know, while it's on, we've got to treasure it. it. And the thing is, as well, and there's got to listen. I, I'm, you're, you are far more, far, far more entitled to go to a Super Bowl, Super Bowl game than, than I would ever be. In fact, I'm way back in the pecking order. I mean, I'm there's millions of people way ahead of me, but I would love to go to one. I would yeah. love to go to one. I mean, it's my lifetime ambition. It's the the one thing in my life that I haven't done that I want to do. Yeah, absolutely, but there you go. Right, I can uh, hear in the background um, the music, my baldest, fellerest, Flashy head, head man, um, to my right. So it's been again great, great spending time with you. Yeah, it's been good. And uh, have you already got your plans ready for this weekend? This weekend, yeah, absolutely. It's Jags all the way. It's yeah. it's Chiefs, not Chiefs. It's, <laughs> it's the 49ers zip. Uh, Jags 97. Yeah. Well, I'll be dragging my Montana shirt on for six o'clock on uh, Sunday night. I'll be watching that. And then I'll be doing a quick change, although it's the late game, Sunday night football, um, the Raiders play the Jets, so that's my watching pleasure this weekend. Wow, he's there. He's there, the lad. Well, listen, have a good weekend, and also, you out there, have a great weekend. Uh, please do make sure you tell everybody about us and share the love, follow us, click like, whatever you do. It is Baldy and TBF. And that's all it is on X, Instagram and Facebook. And I'll bring the mince pies next week, big fella. Good work. 
The Baldy and the Big Fella Podcast. Talking everything NFL.